It's big announcement time. Drum roll, please. We are going on tour. Just, 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 yeah. Northern News, live around the north. Of course it's around the north. We're not doing any southern dates on this tour. No way. We are going to the big ones, our big ones in the north. We're going Sheffield. 23rd of June. We're going Hull. 26th of June. We're going Leeds. 27th of June. And we're rounding it off in Manchester. On the 28th of June. What a week. Oh, my God. I, we've done some live shows yeah. in Edinburgh and London. And we love them so much. They are so much fun. We do little fun headlines. There's slides, there's visuals. Oh, it's brilliant. We can't wait to do it and we can't wait to see you there. We'll see you in person. You'll see us in person. You'll see our faces. You'll <laughs> see whatever attempt at merch I've cobbled together in a shed. <laughs> so get your tickets now for the Northern News live tour at plosive.co.uk. That is P-L-O-S. I-V-E-C-O.uk. We're going to get chunked out of our beans. Let's do it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Northern News, a podcast with me, Ian Smith. And me, Amy Gledhill. I'm from a lovely little place called Hull. And I'm from the thinking man's pontefract, Ghoul. And we've been living in London, much to our family's shame, for too long. So, we're going to be trawling the newspapers to find out all the stories we've missed from the North. This is... Northern Northern News! Hello and welcome to Northern News with me, Amy Gledel. (laughs) Like a boxing (laughs) announcer. And in the grey corner, (laughs) Ian the Punching Man Smith. I couldn't think of a boxing nickname quick enough and I went Punching Man. Punching Man. I thought Roger. Because you remember that? (laughs) Just sounds like it's your middle name then. (laughs) But in, (laughs) this is a very niche reference. Do you know the PlayStation 1 game Tekken 2? Yeah. <laughs> One of the extra bonus characters was Roger the Kangaroo. Yeah, and he had I remember gloves. that kangaroo. So it actually does make sense. I used to love the bonus characters on Tekken. Me too. Um, Ian, what yes. have you been up to this week, please? Big news. Yeah. I got hypnotised. <gasps> because... Wait, did you mean to be hypnotised? No, we've got to find this guy. <laughs> it's not right what he's doing. <laughs> it's in the street with a big clock. Big Ben. Yeah, you walked past Big Ben. Yeah, yeah. Walked past Big Ben and a man in a cape went, have a look at that clock. I was like, yeah. Next thing I know, I've got a shotgun in my hands and I'm in a bank. <laughs> Just going, I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> but while I'm here, give me the money. It was a sperm bank, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> give me the sperm. Put it in a sack. Yeah. It's dripping, it's leaking. Put it in the cool bags. <laughs> 
<laughs> but on a serious note, Ian, oh, okay. what did happen, please? Well, early days in the podcast, I talked about grinding my teeth. Oh, yeah. Apparently that's an unconscious action and something you can do is get hypnotised. Oh, yeah. So I thought I'd do that. Worst case scenario, it'd be funny. Best case scenario, I'm cured. I think it was like sort of midway between both of those things. It was odd. You kind of have to just sit on the chair and you like count you down. But he'd talk about like your eyes getting heavier and I did feel like they were getting heavier. And then he would say um, almost to the point where you feel like you can't open them. So in my head, I'm going, can I open my eyes? But I'm not. But also, it's because he's sat opposite me. So I'm not just going to go, boo, (laughs) your job's bullshit. I can open them. So it's the social contract that you're then like, well, yeah, I'm not going to open my eyes. He spoke in this really weird tone. So he'd like emphasize certain words. So he would say like, um, you will not grind your teeth. If you feel stressed, you will not grind your (laughs) teeth. You will not you will find something else to do, but you will not. Be careful, what if we're hypnotising people oh, while shit, we're yeah. doing it? Don't but be driving, to not grind to your teeth. Oh, yeah, that's What fine. do you want them to do? <laughs> people are like, ah, great. Listen to the Northern News podcast. No, I'm not even grinding my teeth anymore. <laughs> These fucking long old gnashes on me. <laughs> like rat's teeth yeah. curving round. Please. Ah, <laughs> oh, that bloody Ian yeah. Smith. I'd love it if your teeth grew. No. Yeah, well, because I'm ground well, mine down. Yeah, you need yours are just a little It's the only bit of your body that doesn't grow. <laughs> well, no, your head doesn't just keep growing, does it? <laughs> 85, just... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think any of it grows, really, apart from hair and nails. Yeah. It'd yeah, be, all right, yeah, yeah take that back. Ears. Ears apparently keep growing. Isn't it ears and maybe balls? <laughs> I just think you want to, like, old people... What do you mean, what, big balls? Maybe long. They're getting longer. Yeah, I think Heavy they and... get saggier because like, of age. <laughs> but your balls just don't get... Imagine that, huge ears and just like little basketball testicles. <laughs> As a pensioner. Yeah. Trying to walk around with the weight of them. That's why old people get hunchbacks. <laughs> the balls are weighing them down. Oh, my God. Wow. But what happened with your... did? Do you feel like you were hypnotised is what so, I want to know because I don't know if I believe or not. Well, this is... I don't really believe in it, but I read loads of articles about it working to yeah. try and get in my head like, oh, there does seem to be a thing here. So I like hypnotised myself into believing hypnotism works <laughs> to then get hypnotised. But there are people who swear by it. But Amy, yeah. what have you been up to this week? Um, Also kind of along a theme, I suppose, oh, yeah. of... Being in sleep, sleepy. Um, I've been taking loads of antihistamines. I you say I've been taking loads of sleeping tablets. <laughs> <laughs> just been taking loads of sleeping tablets. Just been like popping a sleeping tablet in mm. every 15 minutes just to see what happens. Yeah. Um, I've been taking a lot of antihistamines. Yeah. I'm trying to find out which ones work, which ones oh. don't, which ones make me drowsy, <sighs> which ones don't. What it turns out is all of them make me drowsy. Oh. Yeah. And I've been having to have like two hour naps every day. That's yeah. too much. I'm like a grown adult woman. Yeah. I can't be like, no, I got to go home and have my nap now. I've been sleeping for two extra hours in the middle of the day. How bad does your, is it hay fever? It's hay fever. Again. At the time of recording, it's hay fever season. It's, well, I have it all year round. I have to, oh, I, really? I take an antihistamine basically all year round, yeah. Fucking hell. 
But then I've I've been cranking, I've been really cranking it up, and I've been trying different combinations, oh. different brands. I've been doubling, maybe even tripling. Do not do this at okay, home unless say. you want to sleep for for an extra nineteen hours a day. I know people who because it says like yeah, a few times it's one a day. I know people who pop back two or three. Oh yeah, bullshit, one a day. I I uh, <laughs> what are you doing one a day? Come on, I once I haven't done this this time, but I once got so desperate. Because my hay fever was so bad that I thought it would get into my nose and bloodstream quicker oh, by uh, chopping it up and snorting it. <laughs> I did a claritin. You snorted a hay fever tablet? Yeah. I, hay fever makes you go wild. Because it's a thing that affects your, your whole face from your ears yeah, forward. Yeah. And it's very difficult to get on with your day when from your, your ears on, forward... Your face it? from your ears forward... <laughs> Your face from your ears back. <laughs> or you, I guess you can have your, your eyes. No, your eyes no, forward. Your eyes just your face, isn't it? Your eyes forward would just be your eyes, but the tip of your nose. <laughs> your ears forward. From, yeah, maybe your head from your ears forward. Okay, yeah. Otherwise known as your face, yeah. I suppose. In a lot of in a lot of ways, it is known as your face. But that that whole bit is yeah. useless. Yeah, you can't see. Up north. Amy, yep. we should talk about the news up north. Oh, please, can we? Do you have a story you'd like to share with us? I do. I do indeed. So this comes from the Wirral Globe. Oh, I love the Wirral Globe. Oh, the Wirral Globe, you've done it again. And this is about uh, a guy who has been refused membership to a golf club. Disgusting. Now, this guy is an ex-policeman. Yeah, he uh, is played at this goal. His name's Charles. Uh, Charles Ruffley. Oh. Roughly how old? <laughs> uh, and he's from Pensby, and he has applied twice to join this golf club, and he's played at this golf club multiple times mm. as a guest, but they will not let him join. And the the club are saying, we can refuse membership to anyone. We don't have to give a reason. And he said, I want a reason. And they're oh. saying, we're not giving a reason, right? Now, there is something unusual about Charles. Would you like to guess what it is? Oh. What would get you refused from golf club membership? Dog. He's a police dog. He's <laughs> <laughs> a drugs dog. <laughs> With a full name. Charles Ruffley, the police dog. That'd be a dog. good name for a dog. Ruff Ruff. Ooh. Charles Ruff Ruff Ruffly. <laughs> wow. No, it's, it's, he is a human male. Oh. Um, it's something that he has done to himself. Okay. Replaced his arm with a golf club. God, that would be incredible. Yeah. Oh, he's just had like a bit of his arm off, but then a bit of it made into like a metal golf club and he swings his arm around. <laughs> um, no, but... Tattoos. It's a tattoo. Oh, a face tattoo. Well, he's got a shaved head. Ugh. And on the back of his head... Oh, no. He has got a skull tattoo. He's got a skull on the back of his head anyway. Well, this is, this is what I... Oh, no, facing that way, yeah. He's basically like... He's got a face from the ears forward, like a yeah, normal yeah. face. But then he turns round. What's that? There's another face. From the ears skull. back. From the ears back. That's what I'm saying. It's this face from the ears back. <laughs> Unbelievable that yeah. the, the ears <laughs> forward has, has become a completely legitimate <laughs> phrase now. 
It's yeah, one of them sort of Mexican the... Day of the Dead kind of yeah, s- yeah. skulls. My only problem with it, if I had to pick one, is that it's not big enough. It's smaller. It's well, smaller if a skull can than... fit on your skull. Yeah. You either have to like commit and do the whole back of your head. Yeah. But it's not. I'd say it's like a sort of three, two thirds of, and it's like, well, now he's just got a little skull on the yeah, back like of his head. Like a 12 year old skull on his head. Yeah. It is kind of unsettling. Yeah. But the the golf club have said, we do not have to say why we're not letting you in. And I think if a man's got a skull tattoo on the back of his head, yeah. I think we all know what's going on. But they're not saying it. But Charles, is Charles basically, I mean, if he's put a picture of the skull, he's like, I think I know. Charles knows. Could he not wear a beanie? <laughs> or a cap? <gasps> he could, a couldn't he? Oh, a little bucket hat. Or a toupee. Yeah. Or if he wanted to really, we know what golf clubs are like, he could put on one of them um, judges' wigs and he could say, I'm a judge. Yeah. I'm a judge on my dinner break. <laughs> take the wig off then, man. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, nah. nah take my job seriously, man. Yeah. Yeah. God, it's mad, isn't it? A beanie would sort, would sort it all out. Be funny if he thinks it's the skull tattoo, but it is just something else. That he's like, yeah, it's probably this. He's an ex-policeman. Maybe he arrested the owner of the golf yeah, club. Yeah, yeah. At some point, Maybe or did him for drunk driving. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it just stinks. Yeah, because you can't tell that from the picture, you can can't you? Can't tell that from the picture. Maybe one day we'll have smell. You could be watching a newspaper article. And you're like, oh, what's this? Um, <laughs> six tons of cow excrement. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the scratch and sniff? Yeah. That died out very quickly, didn't it? They did it for like comic relief. Yeah. One year. Just all smelt the same. Yeah. I guess if you get 20 cents on a bit of paper and you're scratching them all. You post it. Yeah. It's been, yeah. I'll tell you what though, my mum used to get the Avon. Oh yeah. Did your mum get Avon? No, I don't think so. Do you know what Avon is? Well, scents and shit. Yeah. (laughs) Avon. Avon delivery. So a woman comes around with a booklet and then you read the booklet and then if you and you mark it down and then oh, she picks the booklet yeah. up the next week and then you did it's like a little catalogue but yeah. for like beauty stuff. But they always had a page in it where it was like a perfume. You'd rub your wrists on the page and you'd get a full day's worth of scent. Twenty four hours scent. Twenty four hour scent. They did um a film called The Scent of Mystery, which um was because they tried to do smell of vision in cinemas. So you go into a cinema. Television is the worst had, word in it. Yeah. Sorry, go on. Um, scent-aided <laughs> cinematography. Um, but um, the reviews of this film were really bad because, so one, they had to crowbar scent into the Oh, film. God, yeah. So for absolutely no reason, this detective would be like, um, right, let's get over there. Let me just take <laughs> this bread out of the oven. <laughs> like that. And then the audience like, oh, yeah, yeah. But also the technology meant that when a scent was coming, it got like sprayed into the room. So you knew oh, it basically spoiled it because you just hear a <laughs> of this stuff coming like, right, I guess a scent's coming yeah. up soon. And then a guy be like, um, let's head to the potpourri factory. She was like, um, the detective could, comes out of the toilet and he's like, do not go <laughs> in there. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that film's available on DVD, but there's no sense. You'd be like, why are they, yeah. why are they leaving a <laughs> yeah. one minute pause? Why is that character just wafting with no dialogue for a minute? <laughs> Maybe we should do a smell vision episode. Okay. I don't know how logistically that will work. No, no, 
you've said it, you deal with that. Well, maybe we'll just like the week before, we'll say, right, get yourself a bit of bird shit. Um, <laughs> some uh, Tom Ford aftershave. Meat pasty. And a meat pasty. Get them ready for the next episode. <laughs> we'll give you a little cue. And then we'll be like, right, eat the meat pasty. <laughs> yeah. Lick the shit. Lick the bird shit. <laughs> and this article's about Tom Ford. <laughs> Ian, what's been going on in in your northern news? Well, it is bird-based. I think that's why I had bird poo on my mind. A recent article from the Metro, and it does encompass all of the UK, but hear me out. It does specifically say Leeds, Manchester and Liverpool. And they're in the north last time I looked. Yeah, they definitely are. So, seagulls high on spice after making off with stashes of drugs. Oh, no. The seagulls, they're picking up spice. Yeah. And they're taking them and they're just out of their fucking heads. Oh, God. Drugged up seagulls. Seagulls are big the streets. as well. You don't want a drugged up... It's like that film based on a true story about... Have you heard about Cocaine Bear? It's based on a true story. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not. It is Cocaine Bear. Coked out of his mind, that bear. Oh, God. And these seagulls are spiced to within an inch of their lives. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so where have they got this spice from? They've just nicked it from the people? Or have they gone, not like they'd go wholesale, but like have they got it like, from the docks or something? Or have they yeah, they get it? it straight from the yeah. supplier. <laughs> There's like a real dodgy walrus that's yeah. just like hustling. I've got a bit of spice for you. Is that how a walrus would speak? Try again. <laughs> I just feel like it's got a big mouth. Anyway, I don't know is the answer to your question. They're apparently increasing reports that the seaside pests are swooping down to make off with drug users' stashes. So you're doing your drugs yeah. and then they're just going in like, as if it's a chip. Man, oh man. Doing your drugs by the sea where God intended. Yeah. Bit of sea air in your lungs. Get yeah. those drugs down you. Get them down you. <laughs> this episode's been very <laughs> pro-drugs. My favourite quote of the article, surprisingly enough, there's been very little research into the synthetic narcotics effect on seagulls. Well, you think somebody would be doing it? Yeah. Surely. Surely someone's doing it. If I was a scientist, that's the sort of stuff I'd be doing. What number on the list of, of things to research do you think seagulls interacting with drugs It's, it's got to be low. It's got to yeah, be but quite what, low. But I'm saying like, what, 100,000th on the list? Surely not lower than that, though. I, I couldn't... <laughs> yeah, but the, it could be like, what are the effects of listening to the radio in bed? All right, come up with 99,999 <laughs> others. I reckon after about 100, you'd be like, yeah, fuck your seagulls. After about six, I'd be like, Ian, I don't want to play this game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People getting fed up with the longest podcast in history. <laughs> Do you think scientists get to pick what they research? I guess so, yeah. Well, someone does. Someone must do. Someone's got to pick. Yeah. I'd like to be the person that picked. What would you give people? It's literally a like a, an Alan Partridge line, but like what happens if you just eat crisps? Genuinely, like, because what does happen? What animal would you do that on? Me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd do it directly on me. Yeah. Well, you can do that. Yeah. All right. I'll do, right. I'll do my crisps and I'll do my antihistamines. What a great running thing that'd be for the podcast. Yeah. Week 10. Week 10. You're like, uh, I can't <laughs> sleep. What if I'm absolutely ripped out my mind? Yeah, what if we found out? 
What's it's just made you ripped? God, let's try it. What would you do? What if what's it's made me ripped? No. Oh. <laughs> Scientific research. Yeah, I'd probably try and make like um see if I can make an elephant talk. Yeah. Yeah. Something that's like fair. that. Try and teach it English. Yeah. No, that is good. It'd just be fun. That's gotta be top ten anyway, hasn't yeah. it? Somebody's working on that. Yeah. Well, let us know what you would experiment on. If you're listening, yeah. Drop us a tweet and we'll see if one of them will arrange. <laughs> best best one will do. <laughs> I reckon that'd be easy enough. <laughs> um and are these seagulls all right? Yeah, there's a quote here saying one of them, um, invert, um, quotations, went mad. Someone put, uh, this is Azad of Leeds, who is a former user of Spice, added, a seagull and Spice is not a good combo. It turns them <laughs> into psycho goals. <laughs> oh, that's a great name for a band. Yeah, the psycho goals. Yeah. Um, we are the psycho goals. And this was called Spice for Life. <laughs> As soon as you started that, I was like, we've got another song coming. Another another song with very minimal lyrics is coming. Spice for life, just spice, spice. How long is that song? Nine seconds. That's the whole song. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Yeah. Psycho Girls don't do... Classic, massive songs. Yeah, massive, massive. One minute and a half. Nine songs. seconds. They they will not go over fifteen seconds. Can you give me another track title for them? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, what's your favorite one? What's your what, favorite from hit the, from the Psycho Girls? From the Psycho Girls. Yeah. Peak Beak. Peak Beak. Peak yeah. Beak. Yeah. I got a peak beak and it's coming your way. I got a peak peak beak and it's coming your way. Say spice. <laughs> <laughs> they really mix up the genres, don't they? <laughs> Well, they were like a punk rock band that and now was... it's like a borderline offensive sort of rap group. No, that was more new metal, actually. Oh, okay, yeah. That Because that's obviously from their earlier albums. Yeah, they they're like really Linkin Park, aren't they? God, I hated Linkin Park. That's my gravy, you daft sod. And now it's time for our special guest. We're joined by Tamsin Kelly, who comes from Cornwall and... There is currently, there's a decline in reindeer licking, which is a uh, plant. So, Tamsin, thanks for joining us. No. Um, <laughs> what's going on with the the reindeer licking? Lichen? The reindeer lichen, yeah. Mm. Uh, that's, I've heard that's declining very fast. Um, in yes. Cork in Cornwall, actually. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Big news. So, it's good that oh. you're on top of that, Ian. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I noticed... Ian said Cornwall. Said it very strangely, yeah. On the wall. Yeah. Well, what am I supposed to fucking say? Hang on. <laughs> we haven't even started yet. I'm getting criticised. Cornwall. Cornwall. You said it like you've never said it before. You said it in a way that makes me break down the two elements, which are corn and the wall. And when I get those, I, I think I don't really like the name, you know? Big wall made out of corn. Yeah, it's rubbish. <laughs> so whereabouts are you from exactly? Precisely. I am from between Penzance, which is the last town in Cornwall, and Land's End, which is where all land ends. Is the Cornish news filled with... Because people think the North is mad, but Cornwall's also got a reputation of being like... um, You know, it doesn't get a good reputation in terms of it's beautiful, but 
You know what I mean? You, people from Cornwall always get called inbred and stuff like that. Interesting. Where's this going, Ian? I've never even heard of this before. I'm not saying that. But, you know, I think if you're from Cornwall, I think you've got a touch of, like, the um, sort of north about you in terms of feeling a bit put upon yes. by the London-centric world. Yes. I would have led with that rather than said, hello, Tamsin. I think you're probably inbred, are you? Everyone's saying it. <laughs> Everyone on the circuit saying it about Everyone. you. Saying it's specifically about you. Do you know what? They can say what they want, but fact of the matter is my family just don't get on well enough. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. I guess what I was trying to say though is does it have like the weird local stories that maybe the outlanders would um expect? <laughs> it does. The stories are about the outlanders. <laughs> When people park their cars, they don't understand the tide. They've got no respect for the sea, as my mum would say. Yeah. No respect oh. for the sea. You've got to respect the sea. And they park their cars in places that's just dumb to park their cars, and the cars get taken by the tides. Oh. We absolutely love that. I saw one this morning. Oh, we go mad for that. We call tourists Emmett, and we're like, look who's parked down. Poor Emmett. Look at that. Car- car's been taken out to sea. We love it, yeah. Oh, and that wow. just happens a lot. Someone's cars just bobbing about in the sea. Popular local joke that is about people popping and their cars. N- none of the locals have thought, let's pop a sign up saying don't park here. What? And then we don't get to laugh. No, you're right. Like, no, them carry on. Love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> what happens to the cars? I guess they eventually sink. Honestly, no one knows. It's a mystery. <laughs> It's a magical mystery. And yeah. then they go to the great car park in the ocean. Yeah. And do you have any stories from your hometown to give us a little a little glimpse into your life growing up? So when I was younger, went to this place. It's in between St Ives and Penzance. It's called Lalant. And um, we went for our classic day out, which is have a look around the garden centre. And then when no one's looking, my mum gets the knife out and takes a cutting of whatever it is that she wants so basically we go out robbing on a saturday <laughs> and the garden center's got this really bit oh it was this lovely slide and uh, i got to the top i've been queuing for ages i got to the top of the slide and my mum's waiting for me at the bottom <laughs> and uh, i just got to the top and went mum i need a wave <laughs> And she went, well, get down then, get down. And I sort of looked behind me and there's all this queue of kids. So I just pissed oh. myself. <laughs> and I just looked, making direct eye contact with my mum, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I, I pissed down the slide. And then I'm like, I didn't see any other way around it. So I like slid down the slide. And it's just like, you know, when you go in Subway and they are just asking you too many questions and you panic, you're like, I don't know what kind of friend I don't know. <laughs> and you just piss in your own sandwich. <laughs> you know, just piss on the floor. I don't know, where are the toilets? You're t- you're I'm asking you questions, not the other way around. <laughs> Um, I just panicked, and uh, it, was, it seemed like the best thing to do is just slide down into a puddle of milk tea. Oh. Yeah. And this queue of children behind. <laughs> what happened there? That was my main thought. But to be fair to me, I would have mopped up most of the pee. Like, it's like running a cloth over it, isn't it? So, like, I, mm. I would have mopped it up, mostly. I'd have been happy to go on, I'd say, not first one after you, <laughs> but 
<laughs> second or third after you, I'd be like, that's all gone now. Three, three kids have mopped up that piss by now. That kid's wearing a fleece. That piss has gone right in there. I think it was summer as well, so fleeces would have been in short supply. But it would have lubricated the slide to make it more fun, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd be a good so old slide. Like that. Yeah. Mm, water park. <laughs> yeah. Who water does park. <laughs> And would you say that's sort of like a classic day out? In Cornwall. <laughs> Cornwall. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think it's only bad if um, if you don't then go on the slide. Yeah, if I'd have backed out. Mm. Yeah, or, or even if you turn up to the park, you piss on the slide, and then you're looking at the kids like, right, what, are you still going to use it? Or what? You pissed on it, you've gone on it. That feels like, well, it's up to you now. Well, yeah, I think there's an element of dignity to what I did. Mm. I think that's what you're trying to say. It was noble of me. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It was noble. It was so noble. Yeah. Yeah. Tamsin, so you've not only pissed yourself on a slide... You're also going to go to Edinburgh Festival. Is this a good? Is this a yes. good segue? Those things do feel very connected right now. <laughs> and obviously, in your brilliant show, you talk about your childhood and where you grew up and things like that. Um, do you want to give us a little, a little blast? The show is actually about my relationship with men and just like how the men in my life have kind of made me who I am today. And some of it's about my dad. Um, you know, people have tricky relationships with their parents. I haven't spoken to my dad since I was 18. And then I was falling asleep one night and I found some footage of him on a Channel 4 documentary. And the show's kind of based around the revelations that came upon seeing that footage. It's a bit like the Plymouth Tinder Swindler. It's not got a lot to do with crying in TK Maxx. Which is the title. If anyone was like, mm. okay, sure. <laughs> Well, yes, yeah, sorry, that is the title. <laughs> it's called Crying in TK Maxx. And then earlier today I did an interview and they were like, we love TK Maxx. And I was like, yeah, okay, I didn't, <laughs> didn't think this through because now people are coming expecting material about TK Maxx. Maybe the reveal could be that your dad's name is like Tom Kendall Max. He's TK Maxx. Mm. <laughs> well, mine's Tamsin Kelly. Isn't that enough? There you go. Tamsin yeah. Kelly Max. Tamsin Kelly Max. Yeah. yeah, it'd be a good nickname. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's been a real pleasure to talk to you, Tamsin. Um, thank you so much for coming on. And I've seen Tamsin's show a few times already, and it's so good. And it's going to be a real treat in Edinburgh, so do go see it. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks thank for doing you. it. Oh, Yorkshire puddings. What story have you got for us today? Well... I do have a ghoul one again because there's big news in ghoul and this might sound boring as fuck. Great. But ghoul bridge upgrade will affect trains between Doncaster and Hull. This is one of the oldest swing bridges for the railways. It's been in use for more than 150 years. Are you trying to hypnotise me? Yeah. (laughs) This swing bridge has been in use. But there's some essential improvements going on. I've got a question. What's a swing bridge, please? A swing bridge. It's your bridge. It doesn't open upwards like, say, the Tower Bridge. Yes. It just sort of bobs itself to the side. It sort of just goes, all right. What, and a train goes over that? Your train goes over it when it's regular bridge. Yeah. And then if a boat wants to pop itself through, it swings into a little side. Oh, wow, that's an incredible yeah. bridge. Exactly. Oh, now you're interested. Now you've seen the picture. That's an incredible bridge. You've got to Google Ghoul Swing Bridge. I was thinking 
if I'm on this little ship bridge. No, it's Sinking a big old bridge. tiny little ship bridge. What's he telling us about this ship bridge for? It's a massive bridge. A massive bridge. It looks like the future. I can't believe how old that is because that looks very modern. Yeah. It looks like the future, but it smells like the past. Smell a vision. Smell a vision. Scratch now. Scratch Have you got now. your um, sort of metal, bit, get a bit of metal, <laughs> you know, get some coins in your hand, <laughs> rub all the copper coins in your hand. And then give it a sniff. Um, but yeah, it's like big news. That is big news. Wait, it's, what's going on with it again? It's having some essential improvements. How are they going to improve on that? It's a hell of yeah. a bridge. A little cocktail bar. Yeah, it'd be nice to have a little cocktail bar. Co-working space. That no one's really allowed on. You've got to ask the train to stop off. Did you get that sometimes on a train journey where they're like, if you want to stop somewhere, you have to request it. Yeah, that's crazy. It's mad, isn't it? Or if you're at the, the station, confidence. you've got to flag it down. Yeah, would not have the confidence yeah. to do that. I'll just get off where everyone else gets off. Yeah, I've never requested a stop on a train. No. Um, or a bus. I won't ding. I won't do the ding. What? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> It'll stop where it stops. <laughs> oh, there goes my house. <laughs> Fingers <laughs> crossed somebody. <laughs> There's no one else on the bus at the minute, but... <laughs> Somebody will get on and get off. I, I do believe that. <laughs> I believe this Do one. you remember the first time you did the ding on a bus? It was big day. I don't remember. Oh, that, no. I remember. Huge what? day. Tell me more about it. The 54 down Marfleet Lane. Oh, it was a good one. <laughs> can, can we get some music on this? <laughs> I was on that bus with my mother. Do the trumpet. Oh. It's on that 54 down Marfleet Lane with Mother. She said, I'm laughing. Do you want a ding? I said, I'd love to have a ding. I was nervous, Ian. I was frightened. I didn't know how the ding would go. I didn't know if it would be too loud, too soft, if I'd done it at the right time or not. But I dinged with my whole heart, and that bus stopped just where I wanted it to. Oh. And I thought, life will never be the same again. And has it? It didn't change as much as I yeah, thought it yeah. might, if I'm honest. I'll tell you what I like. When someone on the train, you're ready to get off. Yeah. And there's a kid going, oh, push me. And the parent like lift the kid up and the kid's like ready. Um, and I'm at the other side. Boom, boom, boom. I get there first. I look at the bastard. kid and I go, fuck you, kid. <laughs> you got to learn in life. you got to be quick. No hanging around. Um... Sometimes I push the kid back on the train yeah, yeah. and press like a, the, the clothes button inside. Yeah. That's just what I do. You're a good guy. Uh, the work will include renewal of the operating plant, including the hydraulic turning and jacking systems, control system, electricity supply and navigation lights. Wow, a lot to do. Lots to do on that bridge. The bridge is one of the largest and oldest of its type. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I might just quickly have to go, wake up! <laughs> Wake up if you're listening. We're going to ask Amy her story now. But that's all that's going on in Ghoul. Bridge repairs. I'm glad I've seen that bridge. Thanks for sharing. Hey, up, cock. My story's from Hull, of yeah. course. And um, it's about a misunderstanding here that's happened. Oh, oh there's, been a, there's been a bloody misunderstanding on Orchard yeah. Park. Oh, God. Have you been to Orchard Park? No. It's uh, it sounds nice, doesn't it? Orchard Park. It does sound lovely. It's a council estate in Hull. I've got family that live there. Um, it, bits of it are very rough. Oh, really? Very rough. Just the bits where my family live. They've made it yeah. rough, is what I'm saying. So when a misunderstanding happens here, it ain't yeah. going to be a, 
I thought your middle name was Kevin. <laughs> it's going to be bad. Well, I think I would say it's comically bad. So what's happened is a sort of rumour went round or some misinformation went round mm. that the council had organised a bring out your rubbish day. A what? A bring out your a rubbish day. That's a bin collection. <laughs> a no. bring out your rubbish day. Bring out all your, your shit, your mattresses, your furniture, just oh, all your stuff crap. you can't put in a bin. Yeah, and and rubbish as well. Just bring out your shit. Come on, get it out your house. Get it out your garden. So the residents of Orchard Park did that. They brought out the mattresses, their old furniture, old tents, bin liners of crap, cardboard, really anything that you could fly tip. They're basically, they're trying to stop fly tipping. Yeah, yeah. This is where this incentive came okay. from. Some of the residents were under the impression a bring out your rubbish day was scheduled. So the whole neighbourhood fly tipped basically on their own yeah they road, fly tipped themselves own street but no such day had been organised <laughs> <laughs> so they just have to bring it back in their house no it's just, just left it it's just there you can see there's a few pictures of they've just put loads of shit on their own lawns they've just put then. loads of shit on their own lawns just loads of mattresses oh and, god yeah they've but... who's done that <laughs> who's spread that rumour who'd have thought they could get away with that bring out your rubbish day yeah, spread this round. Bring Resident- all your shit out your house <laughs> on Thursday. Well, they're sort of blaming it on the council, really. But the council have had to tweet, like, there are no current bring out your rubbish days scheduled, which they have shortened to Boyrd. B-O-Y-R-D. There are no Boyrd scheduled. Stop fly tipping on your own streets. Does that sometimes happen then? A bring out your shit day? I'll be honest, I've never heard of it. Have you? I've never heard of something like that. <laughs> I know that, like, you have to call the council if you want to get rid of, like, a mattress or something. Yeah. So I could imagine them going, right, we're coming down this street. If you've got a mattress, a fridge, whatever, we'll take it. Yeah. I dare say that might even be a better way to do it sometimes. Yeah. But I've never heard of that in my life. If someone said to me, oh, bring out all the shit from your house day on Thursday, I'd be suspicious. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's a confusing thing. People have really, really gone to town. It says in the article, mattresses, freezers, broken furniture, old books, toys. Um, and But the council have said, please do not present your rubbish for collection as there are no plans for a B-O-Y-R-D and any rubbish will be classed as fly tipping. So they're going to get fined. You can't fly tip your own house, can you? Well, you, apparently you can. Why don't they just go, right, a mistake's been made, but we'll come and collect it. I don't know it's who's made much the mistake. To get a van, is it? Well, yeah, what's happened? So has someone heard it and they're like genuinely believe it, or as a little prankster, maybe from a rival estate, <laughs> and like a, a gang gone. <laughs> bring your own, bring your own rubbish day. Make like out little flyers or something. It's a throw shit at your own house day. <laughs> yeah. Everyone graffiti their own house, saying like pervert and that. <laughs> it's right nonsense on your own door day. <laughs> Right, well, if everyone's doing it, <laughs> people walking by going, wow, <laughs> that state. Even no one's safe or everyone's safe. I don't know what's going on there. Well, yeah, so that's what's happened, poor Orchard Park. Oh. They made a real mess of it there. Yeah. If you live on Orchard Park, what happened? What happened? Tell us. How did? Why did you think it was a B-O-Y-R-D? Yeah. Well, you know... 
misunderstandings can happen, as proved yeah. on Orchard Park. Did you have Rag and Bone Man? Yeah, yeah. But I found... Did he do the Rag and Bone? But ours was so like... Exciting. Hey, man! Hey, man! <laughs> now, that's what he would say. And you'd, you'd start be like, you'd know what he meant, but you'd start... Wasn't it cool though? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like a human ice cream van. You know, you hear the sound, bon! and you go, ah, oh, Rag and Bone Man's coming. I was was on a, was yours on a horse and shit. cart? Well, I don't remember back in those days. I don't know how old you think I am. How old am I? You know, seventy-two-year-old Amy Gledo. He oh, we come on a horse and cart. He come on a horse and cart. Still, no, but like still to these days on a horse and really? cart. Yeah, bon! And he go, oh, mum, let's get some shit. What can we give to Rag and Bone Man? And she go, went, go and get shit. And I go, I want to give him some shit. She'd be like, like pulling a pipe off the wall. But like, go give him that. And I'd stand in the street and I'm like, I got this pipe for you, Rag and Bone Man. <laughs> Take the pipe. And then I'd run back and I'm like, you took the pipe. He was like Your a little celebrity. sounds mad. <laughs> you seem to be living a life like Nicholas Lindhurst in Goodnight Sweetheart. <laughs> Where you go see your family through a portal into the war times, living in a house with loads of exposed piping. What's running through that pipe that's just on the wall? This is like raw sewage being pumped into your house yeah, now. Yeah, it don't matter because I got to interact with Rag and Bone Man, the, yeah. the mystical creature. He was like my, um, like, you know, when you have like a parade and there's like a Cinderella float. I want interest in what I was excited about Rag and Bone Man. He was a legend. Yeah. It was. It felt. I don't like think I've ever met mine. A rag and bone man. Mm. Oh man! So he just cool. has like a, a cart sort of thing or a trolley. I'm just gonna Google. Yeah, that's not coming up. Right. It's just coming up with songs by Rag and Bone Man. Right. Oh yeah. Of um, he's really taken that phrase away from the real Rag and Bone men. Yeah. And Isn't it even like a lovely phrase? Rag and bone. <laughs> give us your rags. Give us your bones. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I just think there's something. So cool about it. All right, fucking hell. I was also excited about dinging a bus. I get it. I've yeah. had a shit childhood. Well, your bedroom's just got posters of rag and bone men up. Other people are musicians. You've just got a man on a horse with like an old fridge. <laughs> My mate's like, I've got tickets to rag and bone man. I'm like, sick, I'll bring some <laughs> <Yeah>. pipes. <laughs> the best night ever. <laughs> just to go and see Scrap Collection live. Hey, old rag and bone. Did, <laughs> did yours add that? I would do any old rag any and bone. Any old, yeah. yeah. Hey, old rag and bone. Oh, God, it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind doing that. I'd like to see a rag and bone man and a town crier have a fist fight. Ooh. <sighs> With their voice. Yeah. Fist fight, a vocal fist fight. Yeah. Well, I think that is, that brings us to the end of another Northern News episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank Hope you. you're not grinding your teeth anymore, Ian and nope. the public. Yeah. You will not grind your teeth. There you go. It's been useful and informative. And thank you so much to our special guest, Tamsin Kelly. You've got to go see her at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. <laughs> you do. Her show's called Crying in TK Maxx. It is. Uh, don't forget to follow us on social media. Yes. And if you want some extra bonus content... You can subscribe on Patreon and Apple Subs. And once we reach a thousand subscribers, we've got a bag of spice that we're going to give away. To a seagull. Yeah, to a seagull. But we're going to film it and Ian's going to ride it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to see if, if it's strong enough to, so I can 
sort of fly it like you would a big Pokemon. Yeah, great. So do subscribe <laughs> and we'll see you again next week. Goodbye. Bye. Hello, everyone. It's Ian Smith here from Northern News, the podcast you are currently listening to. And I'm here to tell you that I'm recording my multi-award-nominated solo show, Crushing, on Tuesday the 4th of June at the Pleasance Theatre in London. But I'd love to see some Northern News listeners there. We're recording this show. It's going to live online forever. So the more supportive a crowd, the better. Hope to see you there.